Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Do you want to get your hands on the latest From the Stash merch? Check the links below, get the From the Stash store, and go check to see the latest drop. We appreciate all the support, as always, and we will check you in the next epi. AC Infinity is sponsoring this episode. Use discount code THESTASH15 for a discount on any of their products. AC Affinity is well known to have some of the highest quality gardening equipment on the market today. They have everything from grow lights, grow tents, inline fans, oscillating fans, smart controllers, and so much more. Visit their website at acinfinity.com and don't forget to use discount code THESTASH15 to save on any of their products. I feel like uh, when it comes down to a lot of the topics we have, some of them could be like two-minute conversations. So there's one question I saw earlier about Grove bags. Never used them. Mm. Like Chris is the only one in this room who has. Maybe, maybe Wink. Wink gets fancy shit. I haven't but used them. You've never used them? You're the king. I'm surprised you haven't used them. What? <laughs> You've never grove used bags them? or no. Grove? Grove. Like Grove Street. Never even her. Never even her. Yeah, shit's been getting real popular lately. Real oh. popular. Yeah, people oh. been talking so about what, a lot. What is it? Wink, can you pull this up on the screen? Because I don't even know. Let's, let's see what it's about. Grove bags versus mason jars was the question by Johnny. Okay, Big Sexy yeah. uses them. I don't know, man. So you put your shit in this container. This is obviously what the dispos are using. No burping, no humidity packs, better results. Not what they're using, obviously. Uh, I was gonna say, we want to have a, are they really that good? Because the shit I'm getting from the dispo yeah. is, is no, dry. <laughs> is uh, honestly, um, I think just right off the cuff, just a uh, 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 off the cuff input. Um, th- there could be something to these. Uh, I think uh, the ultimate device to put your shit in is either a C vault or a uh, a tinted um, uh, mason jar. Uh, now the mason jars, unless you're going through the the canning process and and sealing them airtight, um, it can be tough because they're not airtight. They're actually leaking air as much as they are uh, um, keeping things away from it. So uh, I don't know. Uh, personally, I, I would I've never used a, uh, a one of those bags, but I would stand behind the Z, the sea vault or just your basic glass mason jar. Now, if it's a personal stash, a little jar, yeah, they do get kind of pricey if you got a lot, if you're harvesting a lot. But I do think that the technology behind the Grove bags, I've, I've looked into them, I just never used them. Definitely seems like something more people are going to be using, especially the larger uh, yielders, larger growers. You got something like the liner for your containers too, like a mm-hmm. turf preserver, so to speak. Mm-hmm. That's pretty innovative. Yep. That's different level shit. So jars, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of jars in general. They're clunky and fucking... You know what I'm saying? Breaking shit. I don't like it. And they get low, oh. and it's just like, I got to put it into a smaller jar. I'd rather just have a bag, honestly. Really would. Really would. So maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, I haven't used them, so I can't really speak upon it. Um, I'm interested to learn more about it, though, because what it said on there is kind of interesting, right? No burping. No what? It controls the humidity, I guess. I don't, I don't know enough about it, so I can't really speak on it. So. 
when it comes to like jars, man, I, I I use a variety of them. These are what I personally dish shit out of. Cute jar here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice and squat. And bro, you drop this on the con like not the concrete, but drop this on your like floor. It ain't gonna break. I got a variety of little jars too. I got little. Hold on, let me get this little cute one too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, cute. it's there's some things I think that like don't get me wrong. I've never tried these bags, and I and they are they're probably great. Um. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm old diet, old habits kind of die harder for me. And I've got, you know, I've got the quart jars, I've got a half quart jar, I've got the little jar. So it's like, yeah, yeah. But uh, when it comes to price and does it really retain any of the terps, I guess that's up in the air. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Cute jar here. A little travel top one. The top, you know what I'm saying? The fun does stop. Yeah, yeah. And I there. bet you you could drop that with the lid on it and it's going yeah. to be okay. Probably the way it's built. It's short. Yeah. It's like a Winnie the yeah. Pooh. It's like an egg. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also got one of these little, little minis with nothing in it for some reason. You know, got a little variety. You got to yeah. have it back. And then throwback, old school days. You know what I'm saying? The film camp. Fuck, I haven't even seen one of those right? in years, man. I found one and I was like, I'm just going to use it for travel weed. Like, I'm going to break up blunt so I could just kind of pour it out in the blunt. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and you know what, as long as, uh, to be quite honest, as long as you're not putting in anything, like the old, unfortunately, the old plastic bag days are done. Uh, the, it, it, there is enough science out there to know that now the, the trichomes, the, the terpenes kind of uh, react negatively to, to plastic, and it degrades quicker. Uh, so yeah, really anything that's not plastic is, uh, is going to be a benefit, really. And it's shaded, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, I like it. I think that was good. I'm checking uh, some out. I'm going to get one. Del, Del Egypt asks, uh, can you talk about CO2 besides the tank options? Inhale bags or the two-bottle yeast and sugar mix? Um, yeah, yeah. D just a half second since I finished reading, and uh, nobody's talked over me yet. Um, <laughs> I, it's just, um, I, I, again, uh, the, the, the CO2 is obviously a benefit when you're in the garden, you know, um, the, in my opinion, the majority of people that are using CO2 are wasting it. Um, you know, I, I see these bags hanging from, from tents that have like one, maybe two plants in it that aren't taking up much of the canopy. The lights a good four or five feet off the, off the top of the plants. The tent's not sealed. Um, I think in more cases than not, people are improperly using CO2 and or wasting CO2. I think if you're if you are going to consider using CO2, you want to have a sealed uh, environment. You want to be in an environment that's actually going to benefit from increased amounts of CO2, and uh, that's typically going to be when you're using high-powered LEDs. Whether you've got a big full tent full of plants, um, that's where I would be more inclined to use them. I've used both the bags and the canisters, so I use the canisters first. Um, TMB Naturals. A lot of people say it's a waste of money. You can do your own DIY for much, much cheaper. So look into that if, if you're interested in that. Um, but you have to shake up the canister every day. You're supposed to change it out every two weeks, I believe. And uh, it can get costly. Uh, it did increase the CO2 of my gross space. Um, you know, I was doing intermittent exhausting, so I'm wasting it, as Pigeons uh, had mentioned. But, uh, but the intermittent exhausting isn't really doing that much of a difference on my CO2 from what I could see according to the monitor. Um, so the CO2 canisters did work pretty well for me. 
but now I've switched over to the bags. So the XL bag I have, um, I started using that in November, took about two weeks to fully inoculate. I got the one that's kind of separate to where you kind of, um, remove the tab and drop down. And then the, the, the substrate is inoculated. It takes about two weeks to fully inoculate. And here I am about four months later and it's still kicking strong. I just went to my tent not too long ago and 900 PPM. Now I only have small seedlings. So again, some could say, oh, well, that's a waste because you're not, not really using it to big plants and flowering, for example. And all that people say flowering where it's where it's, where it's most useful to add CO2. So, um, but yeah, all that being said, I figure I just keep the bag there. I mean, I have it, uh, I think it was like 50, 60 bucks and, uh, it's, it's working out pretty good for me. So, um, yeah, that's just me on a small scale. Yeah. And, uh, before you do any of that, I definitely would try to find out what your ambient, uh, CO2 level is in the room because sometimes, you know, depending on where the space is, it may already be pretty high. And again, if you don't have the intense nutrient uptake or lights, probably not even necessary you know it just depends on, on the way you're going about it i know that i've got buddies who swear by it but they're usually pushing their shit as hard as they can too so it just depends next Gerald, question how do you guys next. try to conserve weed until next harvest so i actually I have the, the opposite problem where i have too much weed to where i'm actually at the point where i'm giving away weed and, and throwing away weed because I harvest too much. And I don't grow many plants. I grow small plants. You guys know me. Um, so I, I don't really run into that situation anymore to where I'm trying to conserve. I'm trying to use up and gift. <laughs> I don't know you guys, if, if you guys run into that problem or not. Well, my shit, I don't like, yeah, I got plenty of that, but I mean, the stuff I like now, my next like future, everything harvest, I'm only pheno hunting a few, you know what I'm saying? So I've got the chill out OG and I've got this chemistry I'm going to be running. Otherwise, for the most part, I don't have any shit I'm not going to like, but I'm, I'm weed rich and boof. Got a lot of random shit. I don't like just no flavor. It's pretty, a lot of trichomes, a lot of, a lot of thing, uh, nothing else to it. So my best stuff, usually I blow through that really quick. I do. You got a lot of shit you don't like. That's a shit I don't like. Mm. And I'll, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll go and grab some if I need to. You know what I'm saying? I've got buddies who grow, and usually I'll like set up a deal where I'll trade them some shit I don't like. And they're like, oh, I like those stuff. I'm like, okay, you can have it. I don't. But it just is all preference. You know, it's I'm snob, I'm a weed snob. So I find I, like I find I typically like. when I'm running out, I, I also have the same issue on both sides. I issues of shit I don't like, and I got shit I like. A lot of give shit away. Um, but the question was, how do I conserve when I'm running low? And number one thing I do when I conserve when I'm running low is switch up the the technique to which I smoke by. Um, I, I smoke out of a, typically out of a bong when my lungs aren't fucked. Um, and if I'm running out of weed, first thing I'll do is change the bowl on that bong because the bowl that I'm using typically is massive. Consume like one hoot takes about half a gram of weed easily. So it's like, uh, if I'm going to be coming down to the low, low, it's a matter of changing it up, change the bowl to a smaller bowl, change to a pipe, you know, with a smaller bowl. Then of course I see Dave Hansen in the chat. And if you guys are watching this on YouTube, we actually record these episodes live on twitch.tv slash from the stash podcast twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And as Dave Hansen has done today, he's helping influence the conversation by participating in the chat. So you can do that as well over on twitch.tv slash from the stash podcast. I like to also switch to a, a one hitter. Now, I don't know what you guys refer to them as a baseball bat and a box or a boxing bat or a dugout. Uh, Chillum is another thing that's what yeah. is all I know it is. Yeah. 
the one hitter is it's something that I've relied on very heavily. Uh, that way, I find that you know you can get just as high um, with 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 or or get just the dose. Maybe not high is what the term you're looking for, but you can get just the dose you're looking for with a one hooter, and you can really make a gram of weed stretch out over maybe just a couple days, which I think is fantastic. So changing up the method of smoke is a great way to uh, to conserve when I'm running out as well. I've been so blessed I haven't been that low, man, in a long fucking time. Like, I'll go back and smoke a shit I don't like if I have to. And the beauty is I don't, I'm not really a frequent dabber, you know what I'm saying? So worst case condition, I'll roll up a blunt of the mids, and I'll just coat that shit in some good wax or something or some mm-hmm. rosin, and then it'll taste better, you know? But then also, depending, if you got a vaporizer, if you're in a situation where you're trying to preserve it more, or you're also trying to conserve it more at the same time actually it might be a good idea using a vaporizer because you had situations p prime example smoking on that grape i was a grape ape didn't like it yep. at didn't all like it. and nope. just but it was pretty good in the vape wasn't it yeah it was fantastic in the in the volcano yeah it tasted yeah. wonderful yeah, yeah it was a real treat real treat and it'll last longer too that's the thing is so you can stretch it out more with different applications that's that's for sure true and then maybe uh <sighs> I hate to say it, but maybe dry out a little bit. Uh, sounds crazy, but I'm saying it. Maybe don't smoke for a little bit, and then yeah. when you do smoke, you'll get way more faded. I don't know. My man, uh, Combustible Kush, shout out to him. He's he's drying out until 420. He's crazy, man. He's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if that's what you're into, if you want to torture what yourself, you gotta go do. for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, one one kind of personal question I wanted to answer, uh, because this is actually, I've, tr- I've, fl- I've kind of flip-flopped on this one. Um, well, I flipped then flopped. So, uh, OG, uh, Lieutenant Blazer 556 says hemp wick or lighter. Now I, I think we, the three of us kind of met up after I've switched, but, uh, when I was first making YouTube videos and for the first three, four years, I was advocate. I was an advocate, hardcore user of hemp wick. Um, and I did not use a lighter at all. And one of the most shit. common questions was, what's that saying you're using pigeons is you're using it to light your weed with. And it was it was a mixture of hemp and beeswax, and uh, yeah, you know what? Um, it's funny because when I when I used hemp wick, I realized for the very first time that that weed not all weed tasted the same. Um, and until I started using hemp wick, I realized that that same damn taste I was always getting was the butane from your lighter. And you know you, you and I was always smoking bowls, so you know you. You know, and you know, often you get a cherry, but uh, I, there was a, there was an underlying taste that I was always getting that I didn't, I could never pinpoint. And then I started using a hemp wick, and I realized, shit, that's butane. That's that butane smell or taste that I've been getting that I didn't realize. So yeah, hemp wick gave me a, a, a smoother taste, more enjoyable taste. The problem was it's cumbersome as fuck. You know, you're you're literally lighting a ball of string on fire and trying to light your bowls. You know, it's like you ever wrap it around you, your lighter. Like oh, that. I did that too. Yep. Then yep. it gets and then, nasty and, you and put it's in your getting black and on your gross. fingers. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so, you know, I would, I would, I'd have this ball, I'd be trying to smoke a bowl and then I have this ball on fire as I'm like trying to like shake it off and embers are going everywhere. And it was like, it was just the most cumbersome process that I had been involved in. And it did not take me long to say, fuck this. Well, it did. It took me four yeah. years. But once I, I did say, fuck this, I never went back. I still have balls of hemp wick in the cupboard it's just it's just too much of a pain in the ass and you need to use the lighter in order to light the hemp wick anyway so it's not like you're eliminating something right <laughs> right it's an extra step it's yeah. another it's an extra step in the game where it's away. just like uh, uh 
Uh, so uh, to those that use Hempwick, power to you, man. Um, it just, it became, no, for the record, nobody you smoke weed with is going to use your shitty Hempwick. Okay, so that's another thing. So it's like even if they they try to use, now you're teaching someone how to fucking smoke a bowl and put the wick out on the side, or they put it down, it's still on fire. It's just like uh, just became a pain in the ass. Yeah, and it's worse if you're a content creator, you're streaming and shit. If you're just chilling at the crib, you know what I'm saying? Power to you. But I'm I'm usually in front of this fucking microphone. I've already got a couple burns, so I don't really want to you know ruin it. So yep. I just don't. I don't want to do it. I don't do it. Yep. It's just cumbersome. It did have a positive effect on the taste. So, facts, facts. <laughs> got a good question here. Does LED output power map provided by manufacturer directly correspond to power usage? For example, does half power equate to half the light output? I actually did a video on this, and I tested two grow lights on this. And if you search on my second channel, my talk channel. Oh, just search on YouTube, you, uh, Mr. Grow at Dimmer, and it should be the first one that pops up. Basically, how do you use the dimmer and set the light distance is kind of what the video is all about. But I tested it, you know, down to 50%. And, and long story short, uh, some grow lights are going to be on point. Some will be a little bit off. And um, as a general guidance, you can do that. You can dim it down 50% and pretty much safely assume that it's going to be about half the amount of power output. Um, you have to test it on your individual grow lights. I mean, the ones that I, I did, it was basically on point. Um, I'm using the Viper Spectre KS5000 right now, and 100% it's at 500 watts, 50% is 239 watts. So it's a little bit off. It's not exactly at 50%, but I mean, getting exactly at 50%, it's going to be tough. And that's just the wattage. I have to look at the, the PAR as well. But I mean, light spread is going to be, there's a lot of variables because how how well does the light spread? Um, where is the light focused? Is it focused more to the center outward? So there are definitely some variable variables. It's hard to answer that question and give you a a um, 100% accurate answer on that one. But generally, yes, it should be about that. I'm glad you answered that sure. question. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I did all yeah. so I figured I'd answer it. <laughs> Good man. Good, Good man. Thick Ass Glass was kind enough to send me this beautiful Klein recycler. It's their 18-inch version, and boy, when you watch this thing in action, it is incredible. Just watching the way that the water swirls through the piece and the smoke kind of just mingles its way together, this is absolutely beautiful. And can I tell you, it is thick. From the mouthpiece to the stand to the percolators in the middle, you can tell that this is really thick glass. And so I think it's true to the name for thick ass glass. And using promo code the stash to help save a few dollars off at checkout. Save the planet. I see a bunch of question marks. Maybe this is a question. Uh, please, one of you guys rock Tim McCormick's 360 line. Let's see the carbon rich diet at work. I didn't know work. he has a nutrient line. Fucking didn't know either, man. And uh, huge fan of uh, huge fan of t Tim. So wasn't he on? Uh, didn't you have he's on Garden Talk? Yeah, he's on Garden Talk. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Seems like a solid hmm. line. Huh? Might have to have yeah. on. Yeah. Um, what is my farm jars? I've never heard of that, Bud Clap. You've asked it a few times. I've seen it, but I've been waiting for someone else to jump in because I've never heard of it. I, I use basic-ass ball jars. That's what I use, guys. Uh, yeah, I wasn't joking, man. I, I use mason jars, glass jars. I don't think there's... I, again, not the most effective. 
right? If you're going to do the canning technique of boiling them in water and taking them out, yada, 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 because that's how you can fruits and vegetables and jam, you know, that's how we should be canning our weed, you know, sealed, airtight. Um, and you can do that. So, hmm. yeah. Hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, one plant, one bottle. That'd be awesome. We've thought make a one bottle fucking solution. We've got the, we've got something in the works, ladies and gentlemen. We got something in the works. I wish. Um, Ford Rage. Is there any negative Honk, stories which... attached oh, to Remo? I was just I'm sorry. I'm just reading them as they come. I out. would say one. I haven't seen it locally. I haven't seen You're it American. Locally. Yeah, and I see it <laughs> yeah. everywhere. I've heard great things of the line yeah. though. I've used I've it really. Yeah, have you? Yeah, I had them. I had I had Remo as a sponsor of mine. And, uh, or sorry, Remo Nutrients as a sponsor of mine and, uh, loved it. Loved it. I loved their bottles, loved their line. I'm a huge fan of Remo. I love what he's doing for the content community. I love what he's doing for the cannabis community. I love what he's doing for the, the international community. Um, but Rob's point is, is a good one. Um, if he hasn't seen it locally, that, that kind of just puts us in that other nutrient company pr- predicament where it's funny. I'm not even saying you get it, it one place and get you, it can, you can't get it in Canada. Right. And you as can somebody, order it though. I could probably find it online. It just, I haven't seen it locally at the, right. I don't like buying bottled nutrients on the internet. Right. You're paying for fucking water. You know what water. I'm saying? Like you really are from the grocery store too, when you're buying that, but it's like, yep. at least I'm not paying for that extra shipping. Like fuck that shit, man. And then anytime I've ever bought nutrients from Amazon, it's not been exactly like it's been when I've got it directly. Delete that message. God damn it. Smelly. <laughs> Something weird. I'm just kidding. I'm just I didn't kidding. even see it. <laughs> oh, just kidding. It. I didn't even see it. I didn't even see it either. It oh, just right. That one, right oh. <laughs> that one. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. It's just petty at this point, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Oh, All right. We do. We are a little bit Tom <laughs> yeah. Petty and Heartbreakers. It's going to happen. You'll hear it. We didn't tell Stream Elements, damn you. No. Um, is yellowing at the end of flower a sign of fade or is it screaming help me? What do you think, Chris? It could be a number of different things. I mean, I would need, we would need a lot more information in order to properly diagnose, yeah, right? Sure what, what's the PPM? What's the pH? You know, it could be underfeeding, right? You just might not have enough food in the system. So the plant is deficient. Uh, it, pH could be out of range. It could not be, you know, when the pH is out of range. Some nutrients are, aren't able to be uptaken. So it could be just locked out is what people often call it as. Um, you could have your grow light too close. It could be burning uh, the top part of your plants, causing yellowing up top. So it could be a number of different things. I, I check on those three things first and then kind of go from there. What do you guys think? That's, that's spot on. I mean, you got to think about the fact of how many variables come with yellowing. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot. So we need to know a lot more for one, but... You got to go through that checklist before you could even consider it. Like, there's at least five things to look at before thinking you may have an issue. You know what I'm saying? Just looking at yellowing or decaying at that point of the the flowering cycle, it could be natural. It could just be happening because some plants do fade out, but it's more than likely you you may have some sort of issue going on. So I would uh, run through the list that Chris just laid on you. Solid. Now, if you're week six, if you're in like week six on an eight week flowering, and your plant starts to fade or decay, a lot of people get really worried about that. In my opinion, you really shouldn't be that worried because you're almost at the end of the grow, right? You've only got a week or two left before you harvest. So uh, I know some people like scrambling, like trying to figure it out. They're like adding in nutrients or or doing whatever uh, in order to try to fix it. But if you're starting to see it, I wouldn't panic. 
uh, around week six. Now, if you've got a, a 10 week or 11 week, 12 week strain in week six, then, then you're in trouble. You won't definitely want to make some adjustments, but if you're very close to harvest, I wouldn't panic. Bud Clapper. I want Chris to just make another book and, and have pieces of our interviews in it. I'm telling you, yeah. I think that'd be the biggest I, book in the industry is if he had a book of all of the garden talks, the encyclopedia of gardening. Uh, like I said, it's the think and grow rich of weed, dude. That would be like the book. You don't need to go get into a bunch of the books. All these experts who laid out shit. Like, I'm not putting myself with experts. I'm just a guy. But all these other experts who are in the fucking thing, like, dude, next level. Next level would be a huge value for the community. You I am working on a new book right now. Uh, I'll reveal it. Twitch exclusive. I don't think I've really, I think I might have said Ooh. it once, but it is on organics, organic hey. growing. So. Oh, he right for you. Book at organics. Organics is next. That's what's up next. So I'm, I'm actually currently written a good amount of it, and uh, I need to yep. finish up the next three, three, four months. Uh, I should have it finished. Then I've got to go through the whole process after that. Hoping to have it up by the end of the year, if not the first of next year. I think might might be uh, the best bet for release. Maybe January first, twenty twenty three. Maybe, but yeah. uh, but this is just uh, I'm I get more and more excited every time I sit down to write it. Because there's so much missing information and reg- like online right now, like in YouTube videos or whatever, people are missing things. And uh, I know there's a lot of people transitioning from bottles to organics. And uh, all of that is going to be covered plus more. So it'll be pretty much a beginner into intermediate. So like you can get through the beginner stuff, but it, it leads you on to going to the next step beyond that. So like this is going to be, yeah, I'm just super excited about about this release. But yeah, oh, yeah. Be patient. I'm working on it, and uh, it's it's going to be awesome. Nothing like it on the market right now. So good yeah. shit, good shit. Excited to see that man. We will definitely be promoting it and having random books. I'm getting a shelf once it shows up from the mail, and it's going to be up there. And it's probably going to have your book, and it may have your other book up there too. Who knows? Uh, you know it will. You know, Shane. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think uh, uh, a lot of people are going the organic route, which is cool, which is great. And there's nothing against uh, bottle nutrients, but I noticed like every post you have on Instagram have been like all the organic shit. I'm like, where's the Dutch Pro shit? I'm like, oh, okay, all right, good. It's good. It's good. So for you, of all people, I think putting out an organic book, you've gone deep into it the past, what, two years? I've been, I started in 2018. Oh, okay, so. Yeah. Yeah, you've gotten really deep. Digging, diving, talking to people. This is going to be like peer, like, I don't know if peer reviewed is the right word for it, but it's going to be read by people who have more knowledge than me before I even put the book out. Right? So oh, that would yeah. be people That's and make sure information is good to go before it's. Uh, before he's talking, to, I'm going to read it, is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to read it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so, so much for all the love in the chat, man. We really appreciate it. Shout out to all the first time chatters coming on over here too. We see you, Wurz. I see you. There was a there was a few first time chatters here today. Uh, yeah. Zan, Nam Nam was one of them. Thank you guys for following. Thank you guys for participating in the chat. Uh, Rob said it, man. The uh, the participation over here is second to none. This podcast is, in my opinion, the best grow podcast on the planet, and that's simply because of you guys, and maybe because of us. But talk. we're gonna—it's uh... you guys. It's you guys because if we could talk all the fuck we want, but if nobody was listening to us, that'd be another story, right? So thank you guys for helping anoint us and make us feel like we uh, we are as important, you know. So thank you. It's you. 
It's you. No, it's you. It's, it's you. you. Yeah. All right, y'all. Have a great weekend, guys. Peace out.